Yo, welcome back to the coffee table. I'm here with the usual suspects. I'm here with my good friend Alec, business partner, <coughs> investor, realtor, Matrix Escaping Audio. And I'm also here with my good friend Noah, who I met through soccer. I've met so many great people through soccer. This is definitely one of the top ones. This kid can score outrageous goals, whether it was his <coughs> foot over his head or it doesn't matter if, if the ball hit his foot, it was probably a goal. Um, but besides that, it's so nice to reconvene in this type of setting. Like we met when we were quote unquote kids. All we, all we really knew about was what was going on in high school and soccer. And now here we are about to get real intellectual, real deep. And this is the shit that I love. And I know that you love it too. So Noah, my boy. Why don't you just give us a quick little rundown on what on what you're uh, what you're doing here? Thank you for that introduction. I'm like, dang, camera was making my head big over here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, currently right now I am a senior at Chico State. I play on the men's soccer team. I'm majoring in entrepreneurship while getting a double minor in project management and management. Um, I've been at Chico State since 2019, so. I've been through it all through the pandemic and I've stuck with it and I've finally uh, started to see a lot of my manifestations come into fruition um, just by being persistent and keeping a positive uh, just outlook on life. And uh, one of the recent endeavors that I have just taken up was starting my own business with uh, eight of my peers here at Chico State and we are starting a smart card company which is called Fusion NFC. Um, I'm sure I'll have Camo link something down below so you guys can check it out and gotcha. basically order your own smart business cards. Bet, homie. Let's go. I will definitely hey, link and, that. And oh, Claudia, I just got I just got the pre pre recorded pitch and it's it's on point. They're, they're focusing on some really <laughs> cool things, so I'm loving it. I'm transferring over. Stay Fuck tuned. Tuned. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Come on, man. Let's <laughs> run it up. Um, yeah, I love it. But yeah, so I I think and exactly why I invited you here on this podcast because the mindset that you have is similar if not exactly the same mindset that we have. I didn't know that you were doing entrepreneurship, so that just further proves that we're on the same wave. Like you understand like a lot of what we're going to be talking about here is exactly what we we're, we're all passionate about. The other thing that I love is that you are a college student. You're 22, 21? 22. I just turned 22 on the 22nd. You, oh, that's hey, right. I two, two, two. That. Yeah, yes, two, two, two. That's a sick-ass birthday. I'm jealous as hell. Um, but um, we're all young here, right? And we're, this podcast is for the people going through it or wanting to start, not for the people who have done it. So um, I wanted to first start off with um, kind of what Noah wanted to a good little kickoff, what Noah wanted to focus on first and kind of what will set the tone for this podcast, which we're talking all about mindset, spirituality, connecting with the universe and being grounded and how can that benefit us. So he wants to talk about mindset and how little shifts in one's perspective can benefit them astronomically. So Noah, I believe that you have the floor. Appreciate that. Um, so yeah, just like with anything throughout life, it doesn't necessarily have to be business related, but you know, we're all going through hard, hard times sometimes. And sometimes we could use a little pick me up. And 
the best thing that you can do for yourself when you're going through hard times is take a step back and shift your perspective. A lot of times we get mad that things are happening to us, but we forget to realize that things are actually happening for us. And what I basically mean by that is that a lot of times the experiences that we're receiving in life throughout all the stuff that we go through are shaping us into who we're truly meant to become. And so just by simply shifting your perspective just a little bit on, say, a certain task that you have to do, instead of looking at it as an obstacle, look at it as an opportunity for growth. And so um, one thing that's definitely helped me in my life, just being you know, a student athlete and having just a ton on my plate, was just having a solid mindset, right? Your, your mind dictates so much stuff that a lot of people don't even realize that you know, the thoughts that they're thinking throughout their day are, is actually shaping their reality. Mm. And so the second I started to realize that, I started thinking, you know, just better thoughts in general and then started taking, you know, positive steps towards my goals and towards the things that I want to accomplish. And then I was able to actually see results, you know, come into fruition and, you know, into my reality. Yeah. And I'll do a quick little Brooke Castillo plug is what she talks about a lot. Have you heard of Brooke Castillo before? I actually have not. You'll love her. Um, she talks a lot about how your thoughts control your actions. And I think that you just said that without, you know, saying that exact frame. So I think that what you're saying is super accurate. And mm-hmm. Alec, go go yeah. into perspective. Because I know yeah, you love I mean, perspective. Dude, one, I mean, perspective, I love it, man. Like, I got it tattooed on my arm. Um, kind of like in Unicode, like it, it, it's definitely perspective is a bitch, right? Because once once you gain perspective, you you lose that victim's mentality, and there's there's no more excuses, right? Like you you become aware of perspective, right? For to to have a lack of words at that point, but I think what you said is super cool because it's you mentioned like your thoughts are creating reality, right? So it's it's almost whatever you go on those small perspective shifts, you have to become that in your own mind before it would ever even manifest in its reality and and anything you're going to want to accomplish in life it starts in the mind which that has to start with that perspective shift from a victim's mentality to the fact that you know this is not happening to me it's happening for me how can i use this to become someone who's more aware to become a better person and then kind of hone in on that focus on that and then it kind of manifests in your reality so it's like Perspective is everything, bro. Without a perspective, you live a a very, very sad life only because you're choosing it. And it's just crazy to think that most people never become aware of that, right? Like, how many people do we know that are, you know, oh, it's raining. This day sucks, right? But it's like, it's raining. This is lit, right? Like, there's water coming from the sky. (laughs) It's like... I mean, dude, I, uh, we've, we've chatted for, I mean, maybe 20 minutes at this point. That was like the first little thing you went into. And it's already so clear to see that you get it and you're vibrating at, at, at that frequency that Camo mentioned at the start. And it's, it's just cool, bro. And, and you have the big things to back it. So it's just a testament to how real the perspective shift really, really is, man. I mean, I have to imagine like when, when do you feel like you really came to that awareness? Like, did you have a moment that you almost had that perspective shift or was it just kind of a slow thing? Like what kind of got you to this point? Um, 
To answer that question the best way that I can, I feel like it was uh, a gradual shift. It wasn't necessarily instantaneous to the point mm-hmm. I remember that specific day I had the mindset shift. It was more so um, me after graduating high school in about 2019, I graduated high school and I was coming straight into college at Chico State and mm-hmm. There were so many things that were just being flooded into my stream of consciousness that I slowly started awakening and I didn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. I was so just hungry for more information, for more knowledge, um, not only just about ancient history, but also just about spirituality and, yep. you know, just purpose and finding one's mission. Um, I was slowly being drawn to that side like I had never have before. And it started opening my eyes to so many, um, I would say, hidden truths that are out there that just the general public doesn't even really know about because yeah. they can't even begin to, you know, think about certain questions mm-hmm. that would kind of coincide with that. Yeah. Um, and so I would say, you know, kind of after 2020, um, obviously a lot of stuff had just been shaken up. And I realized that slowly more and more things started aligning with you know the thoughts and the energy that I was putting out and it made me sort of you know realize like okay now all of that stuff that I learned you know maybe a year or two ago I'm actually applying them and seeing the shifts happen you know right in front of my eyes mm-hmm. and so to me it was more so of like a gradual confirmation yep. that the stuff that I was learning and actually applying into my life was actually real and yeah. not just um you know oh holistic or <laughs> You know, whatever. This yeah, like, woo, woo, blah, like all this shit. How, right, exactly. How so. good is this guy? This is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, the way that you explain these things is so, like, like, it's not layman's terms, but the way that you put it into perspective, I know we'll, we'll probably say that word a lot, but, bro, I feel <laughs> that heavy. Um, What I will say is, I feel like all of us here, and I never want to speak for everyone, but I feel safe doing it in this case. I think that we are all subconsciously kind of very connected spiritually and with the universe. However, like what Noah said, he started to learn more and we started to become aware and we were yeah, like, Oh it shit. It all starts with that curiosity. Right. Like it wasn't, it wasn't that, it wasn't that flick of a moment. Like, Oh, I'm spiritually aware. It was more like just subconsciously and over time as we learn more, it may have felt mm-hmm. like a su- sudden shift, but we became aware and we became, and we started to leverage that. Power yeah. and that energy. It's like that that curiosity, that first thought is is the seed that gets planted, right. and and nothing is going to grow overnight. And it's just as that seed slowly gets watered, and you start. You mentioned like you were becoming aware of seeing things manifest. You, you started to notice the synchronicities in your life, and that only planted more nutrition, more water to that seed, and it just continued to grow and manifest over. Let's say I think you mentioned kind of like a year and then it comes to this point where you look back and you're like, holy man, like that was my journey. Like I am now an aware individual on this lifelong journey of reaching the next level of consciousness. Right. Um, So something. A lot of people are are aware, I feel like, Um, but social media, I feel like it's coming more in. Yeah, adding to that point, I, I kind of feel like sometimes once you gain that sort of knowledge of, you know, of self and that self. 
We're going to lose him for a second. Kind of apply because it made me start looking at just my. You know, my attention, no, my energy goes, my attention is going to be going into those things. And so for me, it was more so of like, okay, setting my intention and not necessarily expecting the results to come like that. And so I feel like for some people, when they hear about manifestation, they think, okay, well, I'm just going to keep writing this down. I'm going to keep just saying it and it's going to happen. And that's not necessarily the way that they. And so for me, that was a big thing was just learning the universal laws that govern everything in our universe. And so Mm -hmm. that was what allowed me to kind of realize like, okay, you know, law number one, law of mentalism, all is mind. It made me start to think like, okay, yeah, I can, you know, think of something, but I'm going to actually have to put action forward to show the universe that, you know, I'm ready to receive this blessing or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So for me, that was kind of like my shift of realizing like, you know, for me personally, when I was going through college recruitment, not really sure exactly where I was going to play, I was so stressed out. And I was very worried because I knew it was going to be a big decision that was going to potentially affect the rest of my life. Mm. And as soon as my mom, uh, my mom was very religious and she had us going to church um, a lot when I was kids, um, me and my siblings. Um, And so when she told me, you know, just give it up to God, give it up to the universe and, you know, don't stress about it as much. And sure enough, I'm like, you know what, whatever is going to happen is going to happen for me for a reason. Um, and so there's no point in me, you know, stressing about what I can't control. Obviously, on my end, there's things that I can control, um, but the stuff that I can't control, not to stress about. And, you know, I ended up coming here to Chico State and things just fell into place exactly as they should. And so it's kind of like sometimes you have to trust in yourself almost mm-hmm. and trust mm-hmm. in the universe that the universe will deliver um, as well. Yeah, just just have that blind faith that, you know, you can handle it whatever needs to come into your life, you're going to attract it. When you're vibrating at that frequency, it's going to bring what you need and just being confident in yourself enough to know when that opportunity comes, I'll be aware enough to see it. I'll take enough action to take it. Oh, I have enough discipline to take action on that. And also it comes down to like, not a lot, you know, you obviously have a high level of self-discipline, right? Like you're a collegiate athlete. These manifestations, these prayers don't happen overnight. So it's just being able to delay that gratification, being able to delay the things you're asking for or, or putting into your life, right? Even that in of itself is is again, it's like something not a lot of people are having. So like how did you how do you go about like your manifestations? You mentioned writing stuff down. Like are you journaling? Are you writing affirmations? Like, oh yeah. Like, dude, I like all of my stuff, like right here in this journal. <laughs> you guys are like yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. It's like pages and pages full just because um uh i think it's a good way to also release energy like i know a lot of people kind of just journal throughout their day um but i think there is something very sacred about putting you know that that pen to the pad and being able to not only write down just your thoughts but you know write stuff down as if they had already happened and so you know, a lot of people have different techniques and, you know, different ways of manifestation, whether it's, you know, affirmations or visualization, which is a big thing that um, actually helped me. Um, but yeah, I would say that there's, there's a lot of different techniques, but me personally, what I found that helped me most was journaling and, you know, writing my feelings, that sort of thing down. 
um, but also visualizing. When I'm going into meditation and you know I'm calming my mind, I'm, I'm visualizing the success that I want to have on the field as a soccer player. I'm visualizing the success that I want off the pitch as you know a business major and, and that sort of thing. And so by being able to kind of um, you know use your your intuition, your vision, if you will, to kind of create these scenarios to where you feel like you're actually there at that position. Well, I think will help you kind of get to where you want to go in terms of making that manifestation, you know, come into your reality. Mm -hmm. I love that, bro. Now, I think you, you hit it. You got to feel it first, man. It's all about the feeling. One thing, one thing that I've been noticing with spirituality and manifestation is obviously you can, you can write it down. You can visualize it. You can do all that good stuff, but it's not just going to happen. Right. So I think that manifestation is actually motivation. Like the more that you write it down, the more that you speak it out, the more you're, it'll, it's almost like your path gets more clear. Yeah. Right. Um, and you're, Alec, you're I like know becoming that person, you're, right. you're beginning to identify with what you're speaking into your life and your RAS is, is yep. picking up on that. I knew you were gonna, presenting you with those opportunities. I knew you were going to bring right. that one. And I, I have like a whole YouTube video that just goes into uh, shifting your paradigm. This guy by the name of Bob, Bob Proctor, uh, he passed away, uh, unfortunately, last year. But he had tons and tons of videos about shifting your paradigm and what that means in terms of, you know, shifting your perspective and your mindset. Um, but it goes in exactly into what you said. Like, you can't just write things down and, and think certain things without putting in that action, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's that's a big piece about manifestation that sometimes a lot of people miss. It's like they want their external reality to produce something for them, but their internal vibration or their internal reality is not putting out that frequency. So you're going to attract into your external reality what resonates with your internal frequency. Mm. You guys see what I'm saying? Bro, oh. <laughs> I for the people who are listening, Alec has the biggest smile on his face right now. <laughs> this is like everything that Alec This is my shit, bro. Wants. I love this. <laughs> So real, bro. God, Let me ask, like, are your boys at school, like, are, you, are they relating to this, or do you, like, feel a little excluded almost? Because I don't know if it's just me, because I'm, we've been getting into it, like, over this last year, but I do almost feel like there's been a little bit, I don't know if maybe it's because I'm, like you just mentioned, like, I'm vibrating at that frequency now, so I'm just attracting that, Um, or if maybe, like, a lot of young men with kind of the social media boom that we've seen, like, with people like Tate, like all these guys who have kind of pushed a lot of this stuff on like kids our age. Do you feel excluded out there or do you have boys who are like, yeah, meditate journal. Are they like, yo, this kid's weird. He's whack. <laughs> <laughs> um, I definitely, and I will say at first that kind of, uh, I did have a lot of those fearful thoughts of, you know, if I post this sort of content on my social media, like how would that look towards me? But I kind of got away from that mindset and I shifted my perspective into realizing like a lot of people are going through the same thing. So I know I'm not the only one going through this. And so if I can put something out onto social media that can even just help one person and positively impact them, that will make me feel good. And I've been fortunate enough that my roommates up here, um, a lot of them do actually meditate, which was something that I feel like was another confirmation with a lot of you know, my own life kind of aligning with other people's lives. Mm -hmm. And kind of like Camo said, you know, we all are connected through this thing called the collective consciousness. And it's kind of like, 
you know, say I'm thinking about a person and then that same person calls me and you're like, oh my God, like I was just thinking about you, bro. Yeah. Like, so there's certain synchronicities and sort of instances that kind of show how everything is connected. But personally, my social media is flooded with other people talking about, you know, spirituality and, you know, mindset, manifestation, all those topics. And so I never really felt excluded because I knew there were other people out there doing mm-hmm. it. Um, but me and my own personal bubble up here at Chico, like I have a whole bunch of friends that are very supportive and it's almost like when I have these conversations with people about topics like this, it's like, I get the chills. Like, it's almost like, like, it's a good thing too, you know, like it it feels like I'm really connecting with this person, um, deeper than just what's on the surface. Yeah. You almost get to be that light that, you know, most, most friends are, are like communicating at such like a superficial level. I feel like as I become more aware, when I'm connecting with other people, I feel like I'm able to to get a little bit deeper than they're used to, right? And it's it creates a, an interesting bond, I feel like. And, you know, like sometimes you do get that energy transfer where you're like, oh, my God, like I feel this. This is right. That's super cool. Exactly. So I actually have, because <clears throat> this show should be called The Tangent, I swear to God. Um, <laughs> Let's rebrand it. I know. We low-key might have to. Um but so my first question, I'll, I'll ask the question. I'll say my two cents, and then I know that you and Alec are gonna have a shit ton to say about it. So, it's how do you connect with your spirituality? So when I think of spirituality as like maybe a rookie or just getting into it, I automatically think yoga, right? And so yoga like increases your spiritual health, which allows you for you know more half full outlooks because like kind of on a tangent we talk about perspective a lot and we've spoken about this in past episodes how like you don't want to be overly positive like when the rain's falling like what alex said like some people are gonna be like oh the rain's falling and alex over here like jumping in the rain like like this guy's so overly like positive no he just has that different perspective so i think that that's what spirituality allows us to we kind of feel more fulfilled and we allow it to see from that more you know optimistic point of view and it also leads to like a deeper happiness and sense of belonging and connection to the earth and the universe. So now I'll re-say the question. How do you connect with your spirituality? Um, so me personally, and one of the realizations that I had that helped me get through a lot of my problems was realizing that we are nothing more than spiritual beings having a human experience. And so... And and so the the thing with that is like, yeah, we can use meditation, we can use yoga, Tai Chi, all to get more in touch with our spiritual side. Um, But for me personally, I think what what really did it for me was just finally taking the time to actually like meditate and be and just try to silent silence my mind, if that makes sense. Because a lot of times, like, we're going throughout our day 100 miles an hour, and we're either getting stressed or we're thinking of all these different thoughts and we're not really looking to solve our problems internally. We're only looking to solve and fix them externally. Okay, what can I do here? What can I do here? Versus taking a step back and really reconnecting with your spirit and even asking for guidance and just being able to be quiet and wait and listen for the answer. Because a lot of times like what you are seeking is also seeking you. And so that's kind of what frame of mind that I use to reconnect with my spiritual side, along with just doing things that are fun, you know, like dancing or singing, 
anything that you are doing that is expressing your creative side is also kind of fueling your spirit as well. Money. That is very, that is very money. I, uh, I love it. <laughs> um, dude, in terms of me, I think I've been on an interesting journey when it comes to spirituality, just cause I kind of like grew up Catholic. So, um, I, I do, you know, obviously I, I believe in God, like Jesus. Um, however, it's just like the religion aspect of it has kind of turned me off this last year and kind of really, really focused on like the spirituality, like that, that deeper consciousness, the, like you mentioned, like we're, we're spiritual beings living a human reality and we're really just transcending our levels of consciousness, right? Like that, that's what we're doing. And I, it's a little bit of a tangent, right? We keep saying it, but whatever, but like, that's why I feel like when you are like praying, meditating and kind of connecting, you're really just tapping into a different level of consciousness as a human being. Like that's really what you're, you're just transcending and tapping into the next level of consciousness a little bit. However, I think the biggest thing for perspective for anything spirituality is just gratitude right like it the simplest way is just gratitude if you could be grateful for the fact that you're breathing and you didn't die (laughs) the rain the rain is a whole lot cooler when you start to think this may be the last time a raindrop ever touches my fucking arm like the fact that you're walking right now you know like some people went to bed some shit happened they have a heart attack stroke they never walk again like dude this sounds silly but when i get to wipe my own ass I am grateful because there's people that are having their asses wiped for them. So for me, just like always tapping into gratitude, I think it's just the biggest way that I've really begun to connect with my spirituality just because I truly feel blessed to be alive like, and have breath. So that's kind of oh, how yeah. my, my spirituality has really taken off to the next level. It's just like, I'm grateful. I'm grateful I woke up every day. So Preach, bro. Alec isn't just blowing smoke up your ass. Like when I'm with him, it's constantly like, I'm fucking blessed. Bro, we're out here walking. I woke up. Like, we woke up at 5 a.m. this morning. I was like, good morning, bro. How are you? I'm like, I woke up. Or he's like, I woke up. So it's like, I'm already great. Like, he, he, he is, he practices what he preaches to dude, the fullest extent. It all comes down to perspective, right? Like, dude, just, I had some crazy shit happen in my life, right? Like, I've, I've seen death. Like, I've experienced what it is to go from like a healthy human being to live a slow basically i feel like i watched the aging process happen fast due to sickness right and it's like just to tap in this is crazy right like in my like just to tap into that kind of mentality of someone who understands where their life is going and the lessons they teach you like today i'm in a hotel there's an old guy in there he's a he was a u.s marine i'm like how you doing sir like we're talking to him he's like every day is my birthday and I'm like, you know what? Like every day is my birthday, right? And that's a man who he's closer to death and transcending than I am. Like he knows something. And, you know, the only finite thing we have on this planet is time, bro. So just like, why not be grateful for it? I mean, it's really a choice. It's a perspective shift. Dude, it's so crazy that you said that because, you know, a lot of people, my birthday was literally two days ago. And a lot of people are like, oh, like, how you feeling? I'm like, dude, I'm blessed. Like every day is literally a new life. Like that's the way that I'm looking at stuff because it's just a new opportunity, you know, a new chance for me to really kind of just go out and apply myself into the world. So that was 100% right on the money, dude. Like <laughs> to that, I was like, oh my God, like that was literally exactly how I was feeling this week too. So and do, all the weeks coming up. Do we have yeah. spirituality to thank for how our perspectives are? 
Or is that Say just that how again? We... I, I didn't hear that well. Oh, you're good. Do we have our spirituality to thank for, like, the reason why we wake up in the morning and we're like, dude, fuck yeah. Like, we woke up and we're blessed. Or is that just how we are? Dude, I think spirituality, the higher being, whatever you want to call it, right? God, your higher energy, your conscious, like, the greater consciousness or the collective consciousness, better said. I think it gives you purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and purpose gives you perspective because without spirit, like, if, if, if we just thought we died and nothing ever happened then I feel like your perspective would be a little bit like the, nothing matters. Why does this matter? Right. Whereas with connecting to a spirituality, it almost makes you feel like, oh, I can have an impact. Like my life means something. I have a purpose. So then when a hard challenge comes, you're able to be like, oh, I can choose a better perspective so I can go get what I want to accomplish and I can have the impact I want to accomplish. So I, I do think it connects, right? I think everything goes back to God your consciousness, your higher being. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I couldn't even say it better myself. I think that's that's right. <laughs> that's perfect, man, the way that you described that, for sure. Now, now tying into how we're all entrepreneurs, what what's the mindset you need as an entrepreneur and to better frame it as the topic that we're talking about? How does spirituality help the mindset of an entrepreneur? I think personally for me in my life, uh, one thing that spirituality helped me in, in terms of uh, business is just being able to remove limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, I, it's crazy to even think about because last year I you know, kind of went out on a whim and I took this web design course. I'm like, hey, you know what? This might be good for me moving on in the future. I didn't really have any um, like plans in set, like in motion. Um, about me even using web design like as a career and it just turns out like the very next year I get put in a position to you know design my own website so it's kind of like it's just crazy how things will kind of start to align themselves once you kind of are able to reconnect with your spirit and sort of follow your intuition that's a huge thing that I think anyone in you know, business can say that they do well, at least successful entrepreneurs, is that they're able to quiet out everything else and tune into their intuition and follow that guidance. Because a lot of times, you know, we're being faced with decisions that aren't just a simple yes or a no, they come with implications. And so I think just being, you know, fearful and you know being afraid of the unknown was a mindset that I was in in the past. And now I'm sort of more so like embracing the unknown and sort of allowing myself to, you know, go through things and not necessarily expecting it to always work out. I think that's one thing that um, people can kind of take for granted is like they think, okay, I'm going to devote all this effort and energy into this one thing. And sometimes certain things aren't meant to work out. And that's just the harsh reality of it. And I think as an entrepreneur, you know, you kind of got to learn how to fail fast because if you're not failing fast, you're at least going to fall forward and you're going to be able to launch yourself into, you know, your own business or even help build a business with a team because you're not only surrounding yourself with like-minded people, which is obviously like a huge thing. It's like your environment plays a big role into it. But um, I feel like I'm kind of getting off on a tangent, but I, I think, you know, to answer your question originally was that, 
spiritually trying to connect with yourself will allow you to just send yourself so much farther in your own business endeavors than if you're not connected to your spiritual side at all. Absolutely. I wish this guy would leave some of the good things for us to say. <laughs> Come on, y'all, y'all got some. I know yeah. I got some. You got something to say. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude, you, I think it's everything. Like, it, because at the end of the day, right, like, we do real estate. The math formula is the same math formula. You can only do so much to a house. Kitchen, cabinets, flooring, paint, roof, HVAC, move a wall, right? There's not that much. But why do some guys make nine-figure businesses out of it and some people don't, right? It comes down to your mindset. And what does your mindset come down to? Your beliefs and what is your beliefs, your spirituality? And I think being connected to your spirituality, you keep mentioning like getting quiet in your meditations and your prayers. You're releasing that expectation to that God, to that higher being, to that energy. And you also have to have faith. And that that thing of faith, you got to believe it. You got to trust yourself. You got to see it, visualizing it. And you got to have faith that what's meant to be for you, you will attract. And giving that up, you know, bending your knees and just being like, I don't know how, but I know it's coming. I believe I believe in this. I'm meditating on this. I'm manifesting this and just letting it go. You're vibrating at that frequency internally and that external will begin to match it. And if it's not exactly what you thought it was going to be, it's going to be 10 times better than what you even could have planned it to be. So I I mean, I think it's everything. I mean, and even people who don't call it spirituality, they're really talking to it. They just don't even know that it's spirituality, you know, so for sure. I think that in terms of spirituality as an entrepreneur, being spiritual, spiritual, Jesus, it almost allows you to be like vulnerable, which being vulnerable leads you to having a positive relationship with failure. Like you're like, I'm vulnerable. I'm putting myself out there, but I understand that someone's backing me up. Like I trust this process that I'm going down. Um, It also helps a lot with the long-term mindset because as an entrepreneur, you cannot have a short-term mindset. You'll just, you'll, you'll quit before you even get started. And ever since I became more spiritual on this entrepreneur journey, like, I just feel like I can't be stopped. Because there's always, like, like Noah was like, if that's just not the right thing for you, then that's not the right thing, but there's a bigger thing ahead for you. I can't be stopped. What, what is it, Alec? If you don't quit, you can't lose? You don't quit, you can't lose, and we're blessed and unstoppable beings. Like, that. that's cool. it, bro. We're limitless. I, I truly feel that deep in my heart that I cannot be stopped because I know that the universe, God, a doorknob, whoever, whoever you look up to, whoever's higher up, because you got, you got to look to someone higher up. And I don't say that you have to, but for me personally, just because shit gets really hard sometimes. And sometimes this shit's too hard to do it alone. And if you don't have anybody, a physical being around with you, then at least you can speak it into the universe because it does listen and it reacts off of the positive thoughts, but it also reacts on the negative thoughts, unfortunately. And, and, and the negative thoughts are a hundred times stronger than the positive thoughts. Cause the vibrations are more getting back into vibrations. Like, like we, we gotta, we gotta always be at this certain frequency that just complements the universe, allowing us to keep moving forward, not being stopped 
allowing our long-term mindset to, you know, and embracing failure that just, you know, leads to our success. So I think that we're, I think that all you boys, what you just said, like I have no doubt that we're going to be at the top someday on a beach in Mexico. Talking about this. It just comes down to discipline and consistency now, right? Like we just got to be the guys who do what the 99% of other men aren't willing to do. And we just have to do it for 20, 30 years. Right. That's literally life. Like that's what we do. Entrepreneurship is the game of life. Our sport is entrepreneurship. Like it's a game. Life's a game. So we just got to show up every day and, and, and rock out. Right. Um, no, let me ask you this. Cause you're, you're on the, the frequency wavelengths. Do you mess around with that on like music at all? Like, do oh, you yeah. pay attention to like what music you're listening to and whatnot because of that? Yeah, for sure. I think, um, that definitely plays a big role into just everything that's going on in our society. And maybe this is a topic for another podcast, but I think not enough people are paying attention to the frequencies of the music of, you know, their cell phone, just different stuff that is in your everyday environment that's actually harming you. Mm -hmm. And you, you're not necessarily aware because it's not something that you can see with your two eyes or, or hear, but it's something that you're energetically always exposed to. So for me, like music wise, like I just love listening to uh, like five to eight Hertz. If I'm going to be meditating, obviously like, you know, if I'm with the guys, I'm not going to be throwing that on. Like, yeah, sometimes I'll listen to different music, Yeah. but I do agree that there are, um, I, I should say hidden agendas that certain people are pushing because of the frequencies that certain things give off and it's kind of affecting people and they aren't even aware of it. So right. I definitely have started to pay more attention to that once I mm-hmm. became aware of what was really going on. Yeah. They don't realize that there's satanic symbolism in fucking everything. And they're programming us to be vibrating at a low frequency. So we can't achieve anything and we're fucking lazy individuals and we're just their slaves. But Hey, for another, <laughs> for another <laughs> podcast. Now, correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong, but hip hop, kind of has that negative frequency right like rap yeah like the 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 frequency of like the bass and stuff like it's it's like the lowest frequency possible and if you really even like i was listening to because i'm i mean dude i listen to it sometimes too right but it's just the fact that we're aware of it right like little uzi vert in one of his songs he's like oh i'm a i got two horns coming out of my head like what do you what a little little nas fucking butt fucking getting analed by the devil like our Children of the youth are watching that, bro, and he's on his hands and knees getting doggied by the fucking devil. Like and and that's yeah, you're you're 100% right. And so it's like to me like just knowing that there are evil forces like that out there that are trying to keep people, you know, trapped and ingraining this sort of um negative mentality and mindset into people, it almost pushes me to even go harder to get more content out there to try to help as many people as I can while I'm here, you know, on this earth at this time, because I understand how, you know, powerful we are as human beings and how we sort of have this unlimited, you know, almost untapped human potential. Um, And so to me, that was, you know, a big driving factor. And like you said, with music, people don't understand that a lot of the music, um, especially in hip hop is tuned to 440 Hertz which is not good for your body at all. And it really should actually be tuned to 432 Hertz. And that's the natural frequency of the earth. Um, 
And so that's just, just one instance that not a lot of people even know about that is being, you know, almost forced on them. And so it's, it's unfortunate, but I think once you're aware of it, you can start to take your power back, you know, inch yeah. by inch. Do you read? Oh, yeah, all the time. You I mean, can't see, but I've got like a shelf of books. I've got just a whole, whole bunch of different books. Like reading is read, so important. Oh, most. Have you read Outwitting the Devil? I have not. Napoleon Hill. It's, um, he kind of talks about, he talks about God, the devil, but he calls it like positive energy is God, negative energy is the devil, right? It's just like, we call it God, devil. And he talks about how like drifters, like if you stop chasing that positive energy, you begin to drift. And he just talks about all the ways that society gets us to drift. And he actually wrote the book in like 1907, I believe. And they kept it a secret till 1970s because they were scared when they released it that their family was going to get assassinated. So they waited for him to die, his wife to die, and their kids to die. And then the family office published it. And it's more real than ever. Like, it's pretty crazy, bro. Like, that this shit has been happening forever and people are still unaware. It's cyclical, right? Like, yeah. It's just insane. That's, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. I, I definitely got to take a look at that. Yeah. What's your favorite book? Right now, I actually have two that I really enjoy. One sec. Let me just step away. One of them is... I kind of read... Sorry, one sec. <laughs> You're good. Dude, what the fuck, man? You're ruining everything. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of read uh, certain books like simultaneously sometimes because yep. sometimes I like uh, just a different perspective, you know, mm-hmm. keep it on track. But yeah. this book... Definitely helped me. Um, Eckhart Tolle, A New Earth, Awakening to Your Life's Purpose. Dude. I've been following him on YouTube for a while, and it uh-huh. just so happened that my mom, she has a huge library. She loves reading. Um, we actually had two of his books at our house, and probably for like a decade, I didn't even know they existed. And finally, I looked, and I was like, oh, my God, Like I'm watching this guy on YouTube. He has tons of great stuff just yep. on spirituality in general and i start reading this book and i'm like falling in love with it because it's resonating so much with everything that's going on so if you haven't uh read that a new earth awakening to your life's purpose by eckhart tolle definitely recommend that book because it was definitely a life changer for me do you know who arlene is arlene he no it's a dude he's on instagram he has like a he has like a like a you know who Amon Godsey is? Yeah. He's kind of like in his crew a little bit, I would say. And he focuses on a lot on like, he, he mentions his, um, that author a lot. And he's kind of really into like that Eastern kind of vibe. So it might be someone you could tap into, bro. He's got a lot of good info. He's yeah, pretty I mean, lit. He's pretty lit as well. But, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I definitely would check him yeah. out. I do have, what about you guys? Do you have any books that you feel like, uh, kind of helped you progress i know you you mentioned um by napoleon hill but what about you bro i i have not read a spiritual book yet i alec told me to read that that devil one which as soon as i'm done with the one book that i am reading right now i already have it just in general it doesn't have to be a spiritual book but oh in general well this is this is a book that alec put me on but it's always the one that i think i'll always go back to the slight edge Mm. By Jeff Olson. Yeah, like that. that 
that sh- book single-handedly changed my life. It is the most simple but brain fucking book ever. I I mean I would say someone for like you it might not be at this point just cuz you are pretty aware, but that was like well, I guess I kind of, like that was one of the first books I read that really right. put me on the like Oh, shit. That, that's what yeah exactly it opened my eyes it's it's all about you know doing the things that are easy to do but also just as easy not to do and it's like are you willing to take that extra step to do those things like setting your bed in the morning it's easy but it's also mm-hmm. not easy um that's just a simple example but that book like every single time that i'm like oh you know maybe i'll like not do this one day and then that one day turns into two and then a week and a month that shit compounds, and you can either compound positively or you can compound negatively. Exactly. And I think kind of going off what you said is like creating those healthy habits so that way after, you know, a week of you doing it, after 21 days, after a whole you know month of you doing that healthy habit, mm-hmm. it'll start to then just be, you know, second nature. Right. And so. It's, I definitely agree with you, man. That's that's super powerful. It's only hard at the beginning. And, like, as soon as you kind of get over that big speed hump, like, it's smooth sailing because you, you already got through all the hardest times. Like, um, I was talking to Alec about this um, yesterday, actually. It was like, what's the difference between willpower and self-discipline? And I got this from a Brooke Castillo podcast, once again, putting her on. Definitely give her a listen. But it's like willpower is that that's your that's you giving yourself a choice. Right? So like it also goes with the identity thing. Tony Robbins says like somebody who's trying to stop smoking. Do you say, "Oh, I'm trying to stop" or do you say, "I don't smoke?" So the the I'm trying to smoke, that's or I'm trying not to smoke, that's the willpower. That's like I can decide to or not to. But the I don't smoke, that's the self-discipline where it's like, no, I already made that decision. Like, no. Like, if on Thursdays you have a rule for yourself that you don't eat fast food, but, you know, you you and your buddies are like, hey, let's go get cookout. I know you don't know what cookout is, um, but McDonald's, how about that? They don't Um, have cookout out there? No. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, you got in and out. Um, But, like, on Thursdays and your boys are like, hey, let's go get in and out, Okay. Do you have the self-discipline where you're like, no, on Thursdays I don't eat fast food? Or do you have the willpower where you're like, oh, you know what? If the boys are going, I'll go. Like, I know that I've been trying to stop. So that's um that was kind of a tangent because I totally forgot what we were talking about in the first place. But Books. Books. That, that was a big <laughs> hey. thing that I found out this week. That was probably my, my highlight of the week. Dude, I, I love the tangents. I feel like that's why we're here because we go on beautiful, miraculous tangents. Yeah, they aren't just like bullshit tangents. They... Pretty valuable. I think that's where the value is. Literally. Like, we, we have questions set up, but I think that those are just setups for tangents. <laughs> I think that's dope, though. Being able to kind of go with the flow and, and being adaptable. I mean, I can just tell just by... I mean, I've known you came up for a while, but after just talking to you both just in this sort of setting, like, it's good because it's kind of like... Having those sort of connections is, you know, what as human as humans we thrive to have these, you know, sort of connections. And so mm-hmm. I think right. just being able to kind of connect with you guys on a deeper level without having a set structured um, is to me just like great. Like I, I love this sort of environment. Oh, Dude, tell me about like, it. 
I but love. For me, I will, I will show you some love, bro, because I've been telling Camo this, and like, you know, I have a business partner, Camo's business partner as well, who's he's super on the wavelength as well. But it's like we're searching for other high value aware men that we can like. It's literally I'm looking at my my goals for this year, and it literally is right there. Like, find your tribe of high value men because it's like, at least for me and my journey so far. It's been uh, now I'm seeing it a lot more, but at the beginning it was hard to find people that were like talking about this, reading like on the wavelength. So it's it's always so much fun to be able to hop on, like meet, connect, and now I feel like we've established a relationship, right? And and hopefully sure. we have we have a long blessed life ahead of us. So it's going to be cool to see where where we are going and where we all end up, and being able to you know be connecting to other people who are vibrating at that frequency, right? Like and. Just exactly. seeing the connection and the trajectory is going to, it's going to be super cool, bro. And I, I think it's rare. You know, I, I don't think many, many kids our age are having these conversations. I was hyping um, you up all week, Noah, and you did not disappoint. Dude, I was so juiced. I joined the, the Zoom on Tuesday. I was like ready to go. <laughs> he was like, bro, I'm in here. I'm like, what? I'm like, you don't meet for another like four like, days. Bro, it's not till Friday. I'm like, damn. Okay. Well, at least I was set up and I yeah. knew what to do, but <laughs> I, I think kind of going off of Alex's point, I think um, a lot of people, um, you know, with whatever they're doing, they kind of just want it, whatever they are manifesting or thinking about, they just want it instantly. And they're not really enjoying the journey or the process yep. to get to that destination. You know what I mean? And so everyone has that that clear goal of, you know, of what they want in life. And a lot of times you can work your whole life, you know, swimming upstream, um, doing the nine to five or whatever, you know, you think is going to benefit you just to finally reach that goal and be completely exhausted. And so one of the things that I like to tell a lot of my friends or just people that are looking for advice is, you know, try your best to go with the flow and to be able to use your own discernment to maneuver your boat in the river to, you know, not hit any rocks and, you know, sink your boat or whatever. With the because just on the other side of that river bend could be an opportunity right. that you never even knew, you know, existed. And so I always tell people to get reconnected with their, almost their childlike nature, because at the end of the day, I think one thing that I realized on my own spiritual journey was that I want to get back to creating and imagining different things and being able to be my childlike self while also, you know, having a um like capitalizing on the opportunities that are set in front of me right now yep have you have you thought of like selling this noah selling what exactly like a spirituality course for entrepreneurs i actually haven't i've gotten a lot of different people saying like oh like you should do ted talks or you should do this and that and it's kind of like it's 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 fun to think about certain things like that. And me personally, I don't know where my life is going to you know, end up. Um, I have a good idea, but shit, anytime no, you make fun. plans, bro, things don't always go according to that. So big dogs laughing about that. But. Plans aren't the way it's supposed to go. It's just a way to get to the starting line. Ooh, I like that. But I, I mean, shit, if you, if you want to take another entrepreneurial journey, dude, you, you could sell the shit out of this. And you could find your tribe of high-value men. Because there, there are other people out there. And the way that you speak and the, like, the knowledge that you know, like I, I would have paid to hop on this Zoom call with you. 
Yeah, dude. And I, I mentioned Arlene earlier, but I um I one kid we went to college with, he's been tapping into his network a lot and he has me um in like group chat that they're hopping on calls every once in a while. Um and it's it's this wavelength one hundred percent, bro. And they're all over the world, if not at least the country. Um they're talking about lucid dreaming, like they're they're really diving into these kinds of deep level conversations. Everyone's read books like that, super on a wavelength. So I'm gonna definitely yeah, your socials. I know Camo sent me one of your one of your things already, but I'm yeah. gonna tap in and we'll we're definitely gonna have to stay in touch, bro. No, yeah, definitely. I'm, gonna, I'm I'm trying to plan a trip out to California with Camo. Yeah, we tap in to see the boy Noah real quick. That, bro, <laughs> are you in Fairfield? No, no you're no, in Chico. I'm down, bro. Either way, Zoom in person. Yeah. I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. Camo told me shrooms are legal over there, so I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Go. You're gonna get us canceled. No, I'm just, nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing that I'll say about the business thing, because you don't have to take it, but, um, cause who am I? Who the fuck am I? Um, but like we, Alec and I have learned this over the years and maybe last night as well. But like, if you're good at something, that's the best business to make. Right? Like you don't have to. Like you're super passionate about it too, so you'll never work a day in your life. So I no, yeah, but that that's the last thing that I'll say about that. No, you're you're one hundred percent right, and I feel like putting it into the universe. My spiritual journey, I was able to um, tap in with, I guess, a gift of mine, which was, um, I feel like speaking is is a gift that I have, and I kind of feel like I'm able to channel you know, spirit or consciousness, if you will, like through me and allow right. me to kind of articulate esoteric topics or um, topics that may be hard for people to understand and present them in a way that can, you know, help people and allow them to thrive in their own life. And so I, I definitely agree with you. And it's not, you're not the first person that has told me that I should, should capitalize on that. So for me, it's just another confirmation, like, look, I'm on the right path. Yeah. Keep doing podcasts. Keep doing, you know, creating content. Um, and so I, I do appreciate that. Yeah, I got you. And I think to go on top of what you just said, from one of my favorite quotes, Our Deepest Fear, it's like, as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people the permission to do the same. Mm. And I think that you having such a good connection with your spirituality and, like, you're able to almost radiate that to other people. Like, I felt it the moment that you got in here. But I don't know if it was just because we're all just good dudes and we all were on the same wavelength. But, like, there was a good radiant energy coming from my computer screen. Be, be, be the light. Be the light in a dark room, man, and, and light the people around you. I think that's that's what we're all called to do as men of, of value and connecting to the consciousness, right? Like, we want to see other people conscious. We don't want to just watch them drift their whole life away and die and be like, fuck. Exactly. And that was why, honestly, like, uh, just seeing you post a whole bunch more came out on my Instagram. I was like, damn, like, I love that. I love that he's making more content. And, you know, I'm not perfect. I don't portray myself to to be perfect. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm, I almost feel like I'm far from it at times. <laughs> um, but I, I would notice myself kind of go into, you know, into slumps. And by seeing you post a whole lot more, like, it inspired me to get back on my grind and start posting more because at the end of the day, like, I'm not necessarily doing it for a profit. I'm just doing it because I find a lot of 
you know, happiness and joy and being able to help other people. And so just seeing your content like that, like inspired me so much. And so I really do want to thank you for that, bro. Thank you, bro. You definitely, without you even knowing, like inspired me to keep posting more. So thank you. No, thank you. That's, I mean, subconsciously, like that's almost exactly why I did it. Like if you've seen my videos, like you can see my bed in the background. My laundry (laughs) hamper is always half full or over filling. But I was just like, I was sick and tired of letting my circumstances dictate what I could and couldn't do. So I was like, fuck it. Alec and I have always been talking about posting on social media. Mm -hmm. He took that action. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going to let him have all the glory. So I got right on it. He was kind of like my accountability. He was my, like my push forward. Um, I I beat him to it by a couple days. I was like, ah. I've had more success though. it's, It's all about competition. No, it's yeah, you, bro. <laughs> no, collaboration over competition, 100%. Um, but, yeah, dude, I and thank you. That actually, you know, that puts a lot of things at ease for me. I Starting to post, people were like, dude, Camo, like, what's this pyramid scheme you're getting into? And, like, what, what, <laughs> like, where's the old Camo? But what I think it is is, like, they see someone my age, and they don't expect me to own my own company. They expect me to be working for like a partner company where it's like, yeah, give me 10 grand and I promise you that I'll give you back eight or something like that and just like (laughs) steal their money. But that's that's just not the case. Like I went through the whole process because I wasn't letting my circumstances dictate what I could and couldn't do anymore. I got my LLC. I made it happen because in the back of my head, I was like, man, I really want to do this. And then one day I was just like, you know what? How how far is, oh, I really want to do this going to really get me? Getting my real estate license, and I talk about it a lot, but that was one of the first things where I learned, like, it is so much better to say, I'm glad I did that, than I wish I would have done that. Oh, 100%. And I think sometimes, like, especially when you're when you're on that edge, and you're kind of, like, about to be, like, crossing that threshold of, you know, that point of no return, like, sometimes I just look at stuff as, like, why not? Like, what is the worst that's going to happen for me applying myself, you know, Obviously, within the right circumstance, mm-hmm. um, you know, I look at certain things like, you know, why, like, what bad could come from right. you trying to post more content to help people or, you know, make money, whatever, whatever it is, whatever your gig is, use, you know, social media as a tool and leverage right. that to, you know, broaden your outreach, create more brand awareness, you know, whatever the case may be. Like, it's almost like, kind of like you said, it's it's a double-edged sword. It's like, yeah, we could be using social media as a tool, but it can also be a distraction. Right. And so being able to use it as a tool, it for me, I've seen it, you know, work in my own life. I've obviously seen it with you and your profile, like just seeing you like shoot up in followers. I'm like, dang, like he's right. Like there is, an I, algorithm, sh- I shot you know, down first. Process. I shot down first, but yeah, dude, it's and definitely dude, it's, real. You mentioned it's like moving. I talk about this a little bit is like moving from a consumer's mindset to a producer's mindset. Yep. Like everything in our, in our society is created to consume us because attention is the new oil. Every company, every app, every advertisement, every food, everything is fighting for our attention because our energy, what did you say? Our energy goes where our, Energy, attention, whatever the fuck I'm trying to say. Energy goes where attention flows or whatever. I'm, I'm getting it so wrong. But it's like as soon as you have that perspective shift right back to the word to becoming a producer, 
you're able to limit those distractions and that's almost when you start being able to get quiet with yourself and start chasing those con those levels of consciousness so i mean you, you kind of hit it right on there bro just changing the way you're even using social media to leverage it not have it something that's holding you back and distracting you so and, and people don't that. even realize like these corporations are pouring billions and billions of dollars into their own you know marketing scheme to just keep you stuck watching these same TikToks and these same videos. And so people don't realize that they're actually going up against all these different algorithms that are already collecting a whole bunch of data on you. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think me, and that was one thing that I learned in my web design course was like, okay, I need to cut off a whole bunch of these distractions if I want to, you know, grow the way that I see myself yep. um, growing in the next, you know, five, six months. Um, so that's definitely like one thing that I feel like, you know, just cutting off certain distractions, but being able to use social media as a tool um, was something that I definitely feel like gave me a whole bunch of um, value moving forward. Yeah. I mean, dude, our, our, my alum, his current like high point, bro, our marketing department has those brain pad that you can put on your head and you can see which part of your brain is triggering and they do that for our marketing major. And that's a small private school. In North Carolina, imagine what Facebook has. Yeah. Imagine what these big companies that are spending, like you mentioned, billions on advertising. How deep this shit really is. And I, take take it to a, a fucking. We keep saying tangents, bro. Imagine the psychological warfare that can go on between different countries. Like it's you know, like Tate talked about this thing where like if you talk like China, their TikTok. If you're under twelve, you only get forty minutes. If you ask them what they want to be, they're still saying doctors, astronauts, these things. Ours, oh, YouTubers, unlimited content. We're we're not monitoring our youth's TikTok whatsoever. They're watching fucking little Nas twerk on the devil, bro. Like, and these kids in other countries are learning stuff, learning about science experiments, and it's like, dude, it's war, and our attention is the oil. And if we're not aware, the most aware country will obviously rise to power, right? So that's a whole. I don't know how my brain got there, but it got there. No, that's you're absolutely, <laughs> that's and it gets deep. It, it is crazy, but it, it's and that's why sometimes it's like, all right, like let me focus on the stuff that I can't control for right now, and all that other stuff that I can't control. Like it's unfortunate that it's happening, but it's you know the reality. And so, like I like your point. What you said is like we can like our brain can either only consume or create. It's like you can't do both at the same time. And especially with, you know, reels and, and TikTok, our attention span is getting a lot shorter because people just want that instantaneous, you know, dopamine and then they're on to the next thing. And so yeah. I'm, I'm an optimistic person, but I'm very interested in seeing how this all plays out on our generation in the next five to 10 years. Yeah. Right. That's definitely going to be an interesting thing to see, bro. The one last thing that I'll say, and this kind of ties back to what we were talking about prior about like just taking that action, is that when we do see that thing that will, you know, benefit us, and I'm contemplating, it's been in the back of my mind, like, should I do this? Should I not? I only weigh, I want, I weigh one option. And that option is, will me doing this result in death? If the answer is no, then I'm going through with it and I'm making it happen. If it's yes, obviously I'm not going to go through with it. But like, it's it's really that simple. Like, because like, 
you know, what's the worst that can happen? Like you said, there's really only, because when you shift your perspective, there's only positive, you know, things that could happen. If you fail and you have that comfortable relationship with it, you just got a valuable learning lesson that you couldn't have gotten unless you took that action. Or it works awesome. And now you're like, man, I'm sure I'm glad that I did that. So there's really no losing. I know, and I think, I think one misconception that I'm at least seeing um, in the people around me and, and some of the people in our generation is that they think just because that they're young that they have all the time in the world, and that's not necessarily the case. And so it's like, yeah, I'm in college and I see people doing a whole bunch of stuff, and yeah, it may seem fun, but at the end of the day, what are you doing now that can set you up for the future? You right. don't want to just graduate college and be like, oh, shit, like, now I got a job, now I got to do this. Like, no, like, this is the time to obviously, you know, find yourself, have fun, obviously, you know, experience life, be independent, but also stay conscious of your goal. You know what right. I mean? And so you're not having to then feel like you're restarting everything when you go into the workforce, you know, like you already have some sort of foundation to stand on. Like, no, like I did this, 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 and this back in college. Like, let yep. me use that to then be a leg up on somebody else who's now just starting to yep. be in the workforce. If you get what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, but dude, most most adults, let alone most kids, don't even have a defined, a clearly defined goal or major purpose in life. And that's the crazy thing. Let us. It takes a certain level of consciousness to even get to the point where you sit down and try and create a goal for your life. Because just think about all these people, like, think about men, right? They have their midlife crisis at 50. That's only because they get to that point in life where they realize, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm halfway to the end of my life. What did I do? I had no plans. I, I was just drifting my whole life, and now they're there. So a lot of, I mean, again, I feel like if we truly think we're, you know, 99% people versus the 1% of people, like, a lot of people are never even to come to that awareness to set a goal and a plan for their life. They'll just drift through it and then come to this moment usually when something bad happens of oh my god my time is not infinite like i'm not gonna live forever i feel like i had my midlife crisis when i was like 15 oh yeah <laughs> which dude. was like low-key the middle 16, of my trying life to retire, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, but i i just think that are are we are we better than other people no but we just we just somehow some way our curiosity led us to becoming aware more like much sooner. Yeah. So it's pretty, pretty incredible. Now I do want to go from a different perspective on what Noah said about how like um, young kids, you know, they're like, Oh, we have all the time in the world. The other perspective that I'll say is those kids have all the time in the world, but what are you doing with all that time that you say that you have? Right? Like, I think that what we're doing right now, and we've said it we've said it in the past, but like we are we do have all the time in the world. Who who promised us that? I'm gonna be a little bit of devil's advocate here, but who even promised us that we have all the time in the world? Bro, what, what just entertain entertain it. Right entertain. Now and I don't even finish this sentence and I'm dead. <laughs> like who promised? Who promised us that, bro? We don't right. have time. That's, I, you need to be in a fucking Then room. I guess that's but the I, take action. But I do agree with you guys. I was just being a little bit of a take there. But, but no, I, that that, I, that makes sense too. too. I, I think that kind of reshapes, you know, the focus of like the only time that you really have is right now. Right. The present moment. Acting in the now. It's like a lot of times people can be, you know, depressed because they're thinking about the past or anxious because mm. they're thinking about the future. 
And it's like, okay, hold on. Let me calm myself and let me just focus on right here, right now. Because that's really all we have. And that is what meditation taught me is how to ground myself in the present moment. Because that is so huge, Mm -hmm. so huge. And it, it benefited me in my own life because it allowed me to bring this consciousness power, if you will, right here into the present moment. You know what I mean? And so that kind of plays onto what Alex was saying. It's like, yeah, nobody promised us time, right? Right. Like tomorrow's not promised. We don't know what's going to happen in shit an hour from now. And so that's right. why it's like, do stuff now, live in the now. So you can set yourself up for a better future. <laughs> the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago, but the second best time to do it is right now. Hey. The farmer uh, never plants if he waits for perfection, man. For real, dude. A little bit of a little at, bit of stoicism. I was at a mentorship like two hours ago, um, and uh, the guy said, "Fuck, I'm about to fuck it up." He said, <laughs> "He said, ah, fuck, do more." So you always do more without perfection. All right, I can't remember it. I lied, but it was something of the same thing. Like just focus on taking action, not perfection. Mm-hmm. Um, but he said it way cooler. I can't remember. A little bit of of stoicism (laughs) is that living in this moment, like the time that's passed is as good as death, right? Mm. Like the past is dead. The present is obviously right now. And the future just we don't know yet. So the best thing that you can do is what you're doing right now. And what what are you choosing to do right now? If you're choosing to play video games and kind of just wait because you know it it'll happen eventually it's it's probably not going to happen eventually right so exactly and it's like why did think about like why do they even call it the present moment like because it's a gift you know it's it's a present and so it's like (laughs) it's like it's literally right there in front of you and it's like sometimes you're just not even realizing it you know you just blew alex shit yo (laughs) i love that Dude, I've never heard that in my life. You've never seen Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> I don't watch movies. You're right. I, I forgot to I forgot to quote that. No, 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 no. Oh, bro, fuck Kung Fu Panda. I'm giving that yeah. shit to Noah Ross forever. Rest I like of my it. Life, bro. I like how he said it. I'm telling you, bro. Eckhart Tolle. He would change your life. I'm sure there's a, there's a whole bunch of other people. And he's not like a, a guru type of guy, but... I've, I've gotten just so much knowledge from him just about the present moment and, mm. you know, just being aware of yourself, like that sort of presence, that presence power, some people like to call it, is what diminishes the ego. It allows you to focus on what's really important and, you know, put that attention on your internal reality. So. Facts, bro. Yeah, man. I'm definitely going to tap into his books. You're like the third person that's put me on. I ought to take the lead. <laughs> Just do it, man. Well, boys, we got any last finishing thoughts? I would just say, what an absolute blessing to yeah. be in this moment with you guys. Like I said a little bit earlier, but it is cool, at least for me, because I've been on a journey kind of looking for this. So to kind of finally being able to be having these conversations and like the whole the whole vibe is cool. I say every time it's cool to see Camo with the freaking mic headphones yeah. on like meet people like you know mic headphones on like see what we're doing it's just like it's super cool and also dude let's let's tap in after this bro and let's hop on let's look at a spreadsheet 
I, I love planning and setting goals and shit like that. So I'd love to hop on. If you're really about entrepreneurship, like we can talk about it more later, but um, yeah, we should definitely connect, bro, and, and put together a plan. Like that's kind of my thing, planning. So oh, yeah. I, I would love to connect, bro. So. Don't go anywhere when the when the podcast ends because I'm sure that Alex can have some more stuff. But yeah, definitely. Um, I really appreciate Noah for being here, bro. I I knew that you were a smart guy, but we haven't spoken in a while. All I knew was the teammate that I had, and bro, you have become the man that I'm sure that you have always wanted to be, and I'm just so hyped that you're here. Like, bro, we are connected. Like, it's been it's been a handful of years, and somehow, some way, our like our our paths were always crossing, but something led up for us to be able to hop on this podcast right here, right now, and I think that that's really powerful. Powerful. That's spiritual. And, dude, I just, uh, I'm just, I'm blessed as well to have had you here, bro. You put me onto a lot of shit. You're, like, incredibly well-spoken. I mean, I've never seen Alex smile so much in his, in his life. <laughs> dude, like, you, you had him blushing. So much, you have no idea. <laughs> you had him blushing. Um, but, yeah, man, I just want to say thank you. That was awesome. Yeah, and I, I really quickly just want to take the time to thank you guys as well for having me on here because, you know, this is definitely something that's right up my alley and, just having you reach out to me and, you know, say, hey, I want you to be on this, this and that. Like, to me, that was like a huge confirmation. Like, look, dude, I just need to keep applying pressure. Yep. Like, you know, the content and the stuff that I'm putting out there is definitely resonating with someone. You know, it's doing something. Yep. So uh, I do appreciate you guys giving me the time and place to be able to share some of my insight with you guys. Gotcha. Yeah. Alex, I'll definitely, you know, hit you guys up. And I'm down to connect, dude. I'm so down. Yes. Let's be in touch, brother. We're on the journey. Alrighty. Till next week, everyone. Peace. Let's do it. See you guys. Sure. That was lit. Oh, wait.